special guest with us, Doug Campbell, co-founder, CEO of Solid Power. He's under the ticker symbol SLDP. Thank you so much for being with us. So exciting as I look through and I see the notes, Solid Power, folks should know, is the only pure play solid state battery company. Tell me what this means and why this differentiates you from everything else EV that we talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for having me uh, on your program, Nicole. It's a very absolute pleasure to be here. Um, and so to respond to your question, let me start first with just a very simple textbook definition of what a solid state battery is. And <clears throat> as the name implies, you are replacing all liquid or gel uh, electrolyte components with a, a solid uh, electrolyte material. And the reason uh, that it is so important uh, to emphasize being 100% solid state is by doing, by becoming 100% solid state, that's how you leverage things like uh, substantially improve safety in comparison to uh, today's lithium ion batteries, uh, as well as substantially improve high temperature stability uh, that ultimately combine to reduce the cost of battery packs and ultimately electric vehicles. And that's a great explanation. I appreciate that. In the meantime, people should understand that you went public via SPAC merger. You have great partnerships with names that we know so well, such as BMW. Ford and others. Tell me a little bit about these partnerships, why they're so important. What do you expect to do with the expansion with these partnerships? Yeah, well, at the end of the day, I mean, they're important because at the end of the day, these are the customers. These are the end users uh, of the batteries. And so it's very important to be working with the customers because they define the customer requirements um, you know, for, for the product. Uh, with both Ford and BMW, we've been working with them many, many years. So this, these aren't new relationships. Uh, but I will say what happened, you know, middle part of, of 2021 <clears throat> with them stepping in, not only as um, very sizable investors into the company, but also kicking off very extensive uh, vehicle integration programs. I mean, it really represents their commitment to getting uh, our all solid state batteries into their vehicles in the not, uh, not too distant future. When we hear about other companies saying that they're going to be investing in EV models, that's ultimately good news for you, right? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, because we've heard some, I mean, I know GM and Ford have talked a lot about it. Toyota Motor really is putting um, its, for, its you know, right foot forward on this this year as we're hearing about that. What are your hopes of, of really gaining some more great clients? Well, I, you know, I would say, I mean, in principle, we could continue to work with some additional OEMs. However, right now, because we have kicked off such extensive and very deep vehicle integration programs with BMW and Ford, we are laser focused on uh, meeting our deliverables, staying on schedule with those two automakers. Not to say we couldn't work with some additional ones, but first and foremost, we need to deliver to our existing partners. And that's, that's really our focus today. Right there. And you have, um, I, I fully understand that, keeping the customers happy. South Korean lithium-ion battery producer SK Innovation is also uh, part of the deal. And tell me a little bit about working with a company that, you know, is abroad in Asia and all the supply chain issues that, just like all the other companies and labor issues and COVID and um, all the other things that are coming into play here, I guess you have to take it week by week, day by day. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't state that our company is located in Louisville, Colorado. That's a community that was devastated by wildfires uh, just last week. And so I am happy to report there was no uh, damage to any of Saul Powers facilities, but uh, certainly uh, it impacted a few of our folks and certainly impacted our community. Um, but we're we're now you know back to business as usual. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I do hope all the folks uh, wishing them well in Colorado there. So what's the final takeaway on the world of EV as you're working on um, this particular pure play solid battery company, right? Um, uh, you know, what's interesting to me, I mean, what we say EV, we say Tesla, right? And whether you're involved with Tesla or not, um, the, I think an interesting point is that I'm seeing that the Tesla Model 3 is now becoming a favorite car, not a favorite EV car, a favorite most popular car. Um, we've seen it abroad in Switzerland. We saw it here at home this week in one of the states. I believe it was maybe Oklahoma. But the point of the story is EVs are really going mainstream. They are absolutely, and, and look, I'm a huge proponent of electric vehicles, despite my obvious biases. And it really comes down to, you know, when I, when I, for you know, talk with friends and family that perhaps aren't in the industry, and maybe you know, will will turn their nose up at an electric vehicle. I, you know, I sort of respond with, look, you just can't beat it in terms of total cost of ownership, and frankly speaking, performance. Um, that Model Three you reference would. Uh, would uh, blow uh, just about any gas combustion car that's that's on the road today, um, and so it's just it's it's really tough to beat electric vehicles. Yeah, you know. By the way, just to correct myself, the Tesla Model Three. I had mentioned Switzerland as a winner. <clears throat> it's the UK that it was the second most popular new car. Um, what do you expect for EV? progression, right? Because in some countries, such as Norway, for example, I believe it's over 50% of cars are now EVs. Um, the trajectory expected to pick up pace for people that will want EVs. I mean, because we see the automakers really asking to, to push this forward quickly and subsidies maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, my, my crystal ball tells me that I think we're going to see EV adoption accelerate uh, uh, overseas, especially in Europe. Um, you know, they've been they've been sort of uh, preparing for this shift from gas combustion to um, electric vehicles. Uh, I think here in the United States will lag a little bit. And that is primarily because, you know, we're a much larger country. We tend to drive our vehicles quite a bit larger. But gosh, I mean, you're starting to see vehicles that are coming out with six, seven, uh, you know, 100 mile ranges. I mean, that at, at that point, I don't see I don't see any issue whatsoever in terms of range anxiety. Because I certainly don't want to sit behind a car for a thousand miles in one shot. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Can you just give me a quick thought on the rare earth picture? Because that seems to be something people are talking more and more about. Yeah, well, I guess I'll, I'll talk more specifically about, you know, some of the, the, the high value added materials that are used in today's lithium ion. Uh, and, and usually the focus tends to be on things like nickel and cobalt. Um, they, A, are the number one cost driver for lithium ion. So lithium ion is dominated by the cost of materials and the cost of materials, the bill of materials of lithium ion is dominated by that nickel and cobalt uh, containing cathode active material. So what I see is that um, we'll continue to deploy those nickel and cobalt containing cathode active materials because they perform well. 
Um, however, there definitely is a need um, for displacing that, both for economic uh, issues, because again, I mentioned before, it's a big cost driver, but also geopolitical concerns, because oftentimes the source of cobalt is in places that perhaps we as a society really don't, don't want to be. Um, and so that it yeah. really emphasizes the need to, to develop okay. new cathode materials. And we're certainly working on that, uh, albeit at an R&D yeah. stage. Yeah, and I know China has had a lot of headlines when it comes to this. It's good to speak with you. Thank you so much. Nice to see you. Solid Power Likewise, CEO. Nicole. Great to see you, Doug Campbell. Thank you. Thanks for having me.